Welcome. Thank you for joining us today on Kingdom Concepts. I'm in the studio again with Dr. Daryl Rogers. He's the Dean of Advanced Christian College. This man has been raising up disciples all over the world and empowering churches and their leadership to do amazing things for God. And we're so blessed to be able to have him here once again with us on Kingdom Concepts. And man, we just got done having an amazing episode talking about knowing God. And I'm excited about where we're getting ready to go right now. And so I want to encourage you, grab your Bible, grab a notebook, take some notes, amen. This is definitely something you're going to want to feast upon, amen. Because we've been talking about the power of those divine connections, amen, connecting with God, connecting with his purpose, connecting with the plan of God, connecting with the house of God. All of these things are elements that help you to fulfill, amen, the plan that God's laid out you know, before the foundations of the world for your life. And so I'm looking forward to us getting into here and just dissecting, amen, this subject matter. And we only get to scratch the surface because anytime you and me get together, we can be doing like 12-hour episodes, <laughs> um, right? It'd be easy to do that. But uh, I want us to jump right in, and, um, and I'm, I'm going to start off with a thought, you know. In, in Romans chapter 9, verse 11, you know, we know that every one of us, that, that God has a purpose for our lives. I mean, none of us are accidents. You know, it, sometimes you might feel like that. But I think that when we come to the place where we understand that God took a lot of time um, and paid a lot of attention to every detail concerning our lives, where the Bible says even the hairs on our head are numbered. And what I love about this scripture is it talks about how, well, well let's go ahead and read it. It says this in, in Romans chapter 9, verse 11. It says, for the children being not yet born, neither having done good or evil, it says that the purpose of God, and that's the part I want you to pay attention to, that the purpose of God according to the election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It's like there's a purpose that we were born with. It's not something that uh, your purpose doesn't come once you get saved, right, Doc? It, it's always been there. It's always been there. Waiting for us to come to that. How, in, how important is it for people to connect with that divine purpose? Well, Scripture says this, before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you. So what did he know about you? He knew that he made you with a purpose. He made you with a plan. I say this to, to everybody in the Bible college, that you actually came to this earth with a set of blueprints. Come on. And so the thing of it is, is that you're not going to be fulfilled until you find your place. So the purpose of ministry, when you think about this, Ephesians 4, it says this, that the purpose of fivefold ministry is to equip or make adjustments in the saints mm. for the work of the ministry, mm -hmm. that they would be no more children tossed around by every wind of doctrine. And, you know, the, the truth of the matter is just going to church is not going to help you. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It enhances. It's the it's the commitment level of about finding your destiny, finding your place. You know, you said in service here just recently. You said that one of your uh, fathers in the faith was uh, a guy from the Bahamas. Yeah, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. Miles Monroe. I met him. Ugh. That's and awesome. and you know the thing of it is is that his whole. His whole existence was about trying to teach people to get in their place. Yes. And you know as well as I do that when you're in there, 
yeah, it's just so different. Yeah. It's the safest place you can be is yeah, in the perfect will of God. It is. And, you know, it's interesting. That's when you hear God. That's when you know things that you don't know. Mm -hmm. That's when you hear things coming out of your mouth that you didn't even know. <laughs> Come on. You know? <laughs> and so people give you all of the accolades and give you all the credit, and you're just going, it wasn't me, believe me, you know? <laughs> you're being taught while you're teaching. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's good. I got to go back and get the tape. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, even Jesse says that, eh, that's good. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to buy that tape myself, you know? Right. Because you realize that when you're in your place that God gets involved with you because that's your destiny. Mm. That is the place where he has all of his thoughts surrounded about you and he's trying to help you uh, it, to be equipped in that place. That is our job as a ministry. When you think about this, the, one of the greatest testimonies that you have is when somebody finds their gifting and their destiny, and then they come to you and then they say, years later, they say that you helped me find my place. What a satisfaction. It's, you know, it's like at West Coast Believer Center, you know, our, our ministry, it's like the, our, our mission, our mandate is to help people find their place, fulfill their purpose, and experience a growing relationship with God. Because when you're in that right place, it's like you said, everything just comes together. It's it, it everything's just so natural. It it there's it there's fluid there. It just things just just move smooth and 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 things work well. And and I think when it comes to people truly getting a revelation of how important knowing that purpose is, because if you know your purpose, you're gonna know your destiny. But at the end of this life, we're gonna give an account for that purpose. We're going to give a, the Lord a resume for what we did to accomplish what we were created to do. And I don't think a lot of people really take that to heart, how important that is, because like what you were saying, it's not enough to go to church. Some people, their, their whole religious purpose is I go to church on Sundays and I tithe and I give offerings. But there's a there's so much more that's attached to that. I think people would be so much more satisfied if they really got involved with the thing that God created them to be involved with. What well, are your thoughts I, on that? I mean, really, when you think about this, going to church is a duty, kind of. Mm -hmm. But you're not really serving God unless you're serving in ministry. Yeah. So whatever that means, mm -hmm. I mean, you could be a door greeter or you could just be somebody that's, out witnessing to people and bringing them into church and yeah. getting them equipped and because the idea of it is is that just going to church is not really serving God mm -hmm. it's part it's part of my responsibility because I go there for growth I go there with expectancy yeah. but the truth of the matter is what I do in encouraging people is what I do in helping people and laying hands on people I tell everybody in the Bible college you know if the commission is given to us to lay hands on the sick and they will recover, then do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, That's don't right. wait for the pastor. Don't call some of the elders of the church to go do this. Yeah. Because the Bible says the same things that Jesus did, you're going to do and even greater things mm -hmm. than these will you do because Jesus went to the Father. So all of that stuff that he paid for is now our responsibility. We are the body. Mm. We're, so the body needs to do the action. Yes. And we need to be involved. 
Yeah, because churches, I mean, churches are worship. It's us doing, it, that Sabbath was created for us to have that time with God. Yeah. And uh, in like what you were quoting Ephesians 4, you know, we've been equipped to go out and to change the world that we live in. Sure. And, uh, and we thank God for ministry within the house. But I, I think that it's, you know, I know for myself that when I connected with God, you know, our, our, our last episode, you and I were talking about knowing God. It's like when I came to the place where my whole pursuit and my, and it's still this way, is to know him. I want to know him better. I want to know him more deep. I want to know him more strongly. I want to know him more intimately because to know him is to love him. And when you are, when you find yourself getting into that place that God has appointed for your life to be, uh, once the purpose starts being revealed, then the plan of God can begin to take, uh, God can begin to take action once you discover purpose. And you and I, we were reading uh, uh, before we began this program uh, over in Jeremiah 29. Um, I know we were discussing verses 11 through 13. Would you, would you read that, Doc? Because this, this is one of the most powerful scriptures concerning uh, purpose and one of the things that will help empower that purpose, which is your heart. Because, you know, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. And I think people sometimes, they don't, if you don't, I always say you're just as important as your purpose and your purpose is just as important as you. I think it's vital for folks to understand that because if you don't feel no worth, then you're not going to see how, how you doing something for God has any worth. And if you don't see how important the work the, that the work is, then you're not going to do anything to, to pursue doing that. But would you read that, Doc? Sure. Verse 11, this is a King James. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Mm. Now, you know, this portion of Scripture means so much to me because it's God talking to the Jews. Yes. And remember this, that when the Jews were obeying God, they were in the land. Yeah. They were in the promise. But when they disobeyed God, they got ripped off and they were out of the land. Yeah. And so this has to do with a prayer that Daniel prayed in, in Daniel, the ninth chapter, when it's, when, remember the angel yeah. said, 21 days, yeah. that answer came, but they had to fight the prince of Persia, mm -hmm. so Michael had to come. So he finds in the book of Jeremiah, because this is an indication that God is saying, I know what I'm thinking about you. Come on. And it's good stuff. Yeah. But the thing of it is, is he gets to the point, if you read this whole chapter, he's just saying, it's not going to happen until you ask me. So, so Daniel finds this in the book, and he knew knew this time. So it was seventy years they were going to be in captivity, mm -hmm. but they weren't going to get out of captivity until somebody said something, until somebody asked something. I think about how God orchestrates things in our life, mm -hmm. and about our responsibility. So if you have somebody coming across your heart or your mind that you just feel a need to just thank, you know, lift them up before the Lord or pray for them or call them up on the phone and give them a word, check on them or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
I'm telling you, that's exactly the way God is with you and me. Yes. And he has, we have requirements in order to get the fullness of what God is trying to say to us. Mm-hmm. You just think of this. If God knows what he wants me to do, if God knows the thoughts that he already has about me, if, if God knows that if I walk in his will and in his way, I will have peace, mm. why would I choose something else? Right? Why would I argue with God? Why would I try to pursue my own thing? Why would we make it so complicated, you think? Because be, the weakness of the flesh. Mm. You know, because we've been, we are in the world and we're not supposed to be of it. Yeah. But you know as well as I do that the influence of the world is the thing that you got to get your mind renewed out of mm-hmm. in order to experience even this scripture. Yeah. Because you can be, God spoke this to me the other day. He said, too many people, he said, are in the right church, right ministry. He says, but their hearts and minds are in the wrong location. Sure. And and the, the, immediately the, the scripture that came to my mind was when the Lord led the Israelites out of Egypt, been in captivity for 400 years. Here they are. He just took them across the Red Sea. You know, I mean, just the miracles, the plagues. I mean, the, the God worked his wonders to show them his great love. And then here they are making this golden calf while their pastor's up on the mountain with the Lord getting the Ten Commandments. And it's like they were taken out of Egypt, but Egypt was still in their heart. Sure. It was still in their mind. And, 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 and you know, like you mentioned, the renewing of the mind. It's like the word of God in time with God is essential if we're ever going to come close to to fulfilling the purpose, but I mean, let's take it a step further, knowing him. Because if, if, if we don't realize how much he loves us and really come into contact with that love, you know, doing something for him isn't even going to be a thought. And I think that's what it comes down to is that you have people that have a shallow, and I hope I'm right in saying this, but my observation has been you have folks that choose to have a shallow relationship with God. It's easy to fall into error, and it's easy to abandon things. If things are not precious, then they become common. But when God is, is everything to you, man, there's no request he can come and, and ask of you that you're not willing to, to offer him. And I think purpose comes easy when the relationship is strong. Well, you know, I, I don't know how, you, how, how you've done this, but I never really had a desire to go to the nations. Mm. You know, I, I never saw myself, you know, I've never really traveled around the United States, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. So in 96, in February, March of 96, it was Easter week. And so this ministry in uh, San Luis Obispo, the pastor is a close friend of mine, and you know I was pastoring there too. And so he told me that he was going to go to Kenya because uh, we have a friend over there that ministers. He started a church over there. And so he told me about that going. And, and uh, so I was thinking about that. You know, I've never been anywhere. And so I, 
I thought, well, you know, I wonder if I should, if I could go, if I could go, if I would, I wanted to go, and mm -hmm. you know, if God would want me to go. God didn't say anything, mm. but I talked to a couple people, and they said, you know, you you should go. So here I am. I never flown out of the United States. You took a big leave. <laughs> and I go 11 hours to London. Yeah. And I'm going to meet the team there. But in London, in those days, mm -hmm. you would fry, fly into Heathrow. Oh, and then you had to fly out of Gatwick. Yes, I did the same thing my first trip. So it's a good thing they spoke English. Yes. Because if I was in a foreign country that they didn't speak English, man, I was you lost. You still might not man. have come back. Yeah. <laughs> and so the thing of it is, I did not know that that was part of my deal. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Pastor Mike Sparrow, you know, he he's, he's my friend. And he told me, he says, you know, he said, we've really got the, all of our schedule already covered by the team. And he says... I don't even know if you're going to get to minister. I go, Mike, I don't really care, man. I said, I'm just here. I've never done anything, so I'm just here. So on the plane, when I get out of London and I'm on the plane, I've met the team in, at Gatwick, and so we're on the team, on the, uh, on the go to Kenya, and I remembered my mom's desire. I'm hoping I can get this out. At 13 years old, she believed that she was called to Africa. So here I am going. And all of a sudden, this thought hit me. And I said to myself, Mom, we're going. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, when you think about this, I didn't even know that was part of my call. <laughs> and when you think about this, this is our job as ministers of the gospel to help people, you know, break free. Because the, the, the purpose of the gospel message mm -mm. is to create liberty. Yes, amen. No, no, more, no more bondages, no more boundaries. But we're free to pursue the things of God. I, I had a testimony on, on Sunday. Someone came up to me. That's from a, a, the church in Delano. Mm -hmm. And the wife says to my son, said, I introduced them. And then my, and his wife says that you're, the reason that my husband is going to Daytona and Chariots of Light yeah. and winning, said, it's because of what your dad did. Your dad told my husband that he needed to pursue by going after souls. So he drove down alleys to find people that he would learn how to minister to. And now he's traveling with chariots, and he is a soul winner. You talking about Jason? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. He is <laughs> And so the thing fire. of it is, is that they think about this. Whatever little part I played in that. Yeah. That's our responsibility. Yeah. It's not about us experiencing all of these successes in mm -hmm. life. Our su real success is, is in what other people do with what you teach them to do. Yeah. 
Because God's thoughts are to be uncovered yeah. as you persist in pushing people to their destiny. Yeah. Because I look at it like this. If the only thing in the area of giftings is the fivefold ministry gift, we've missed the whole deal. Yeah, oh, there's definitely so much more than that. And, and it takes somebody, like you said, helping someone to discover that purpose. I, sometimes I feel like we're minors. That, man, God's anointed us to dig into people's lives, to pull out the potential of what's inside of them. Because the purpose, everything you need for the purpose, it's it's there. Yeah. You know, God didn't call us without equipping us. And, uh, you know, and what you shared, uh, you know, from Jeremiah 29, I love what it says right here in the Amplified, too, because this just drives it home so much what we're sharing here and what we've been sharing. He says, for I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. <coughs> Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil. Amen. God's never going to lead you wrong. Amen. To give you hope in your final outcome. It's like your life story is not over. Amen. God's taking us somewhere. And he says, then you will call upon me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me and inquire for and require me as a vital necessity and find me Amen. when you search for me with all your heart. And I think that when it comes to purpose, God has this panoramic view of what he wants our lives to become. And spending time with him, I have learned, causes me to have what I call optical fusion <laughs> to where I can see what God sees. You know, you, you, you receive the eye of the Lord because sometimes it's, it's hard to see uh, what God sees when we look at ourselves. And, and to know that, that he trusts us to be able to do things for him. That right there just took me back when I first got saved because I didn't, I didn't like me. I didn't like nothing about me. And to know that God would trust me with, you know, my first thing was cleaning the church, you know. I mean, I, I found so much worth in that, you know. And then for God to take me to other places, you know, like you mentioned to where, you know, here you are, you know, the dean of a Bible college, you know, to where you're, you're influencing not just churches and communities that you, man, you're influencing nations, doc. And you've been doing this for years and years. And it's like, and only heaven will testify to how far that influence is gone. But it's, but you can trace it all back to, you know, you discovering your purpose but even before that, it's just, man, you discovered how, how important it was to know God. Amen. And out of that, with your whole heart. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Well, I mean, when you just think humbling. about this, when you've never had a healing service like you have overseas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and never yeah. experienced anything like that. Yeah. Never had the altars so full with people that you couldn't even pray for everybody. And yet... Remember Benny Hinn. Yeah. And just touch, you know, put your hand on the place in your body and believe with me. So when I say these words, receive your healing, mm -hmm. be healed in Jesus' yeah, name. Yeah, I yeah. saw Benny Hinn do that. Come on. And so I did that in <laughs> this village in the Kuru. I, I'm outside of Kuru. It was called Caricio. Mm. And then people are just looking around. And so I thought I had missed it. And so then I asked the ushers, I go, well, just start talking to the people and, you know, and see what, you know, what, and they go, Pastor, they're healed. Come on. And, you know, well, 
it's me, right? <laughs> well, then that's when you realize you're, you're a vessel to be used by God because God's heart is for the people. All he's asking for you and me to do is to get in our place and to do what, what he has called us to do because he sees us as a finished product no matter what you feel like today. Yeah. God, you know what? God always begins with the... Once he's, once he's finished, then he begins. Amen. And that's what he did with you and I. Amen. And I'm telling you, your purpose is waiting for you. Amen. God has called you. Amen. He's summoned you. He's anointed you to do something for him. And I'm telling you, it's a good work. Yeah, it and is. whether it's been revealed to you or not, let me tell you something. Your calling is not your decision. It is your discovery. That's right. And I'm telling you, there's joy in the journey. Amen. I want you just to take time to dig deeper into your relationship with God. You pray and seek him with all your heart. And I'm telling you, God will lay out very clearly, amen, what he wants to accomplish through your life, amen, because God has a purpose for you, amen. There's something he is going to do through you. And I'm telling you, there's no greater joy than when you know that you are doing that thing that you were created to do for him. Such satisfaction, amen. We love you and we thank you for being with us today. Amen, here in the studio. Amen, our prayer is that what we are sharing with you, that it will empower you to fulfill the plan that God has for your life. God bless you and thank you for joining me and Dr. Daryl Rogers for Kingdom Concepts.